Hi, I'm Leslie Russell, and I'm the founder and president of Next Generation Ministries Independent Learning Academy, which is now evolving into Equip 210. And I'm so excited for our new podcast, which is Reinventing Education with Leaders and Visionaries. So turn up the volume, come on in, because we are in the middle of an incredible educational revolution and so excited to be a part of it. Hi, everyone. I am so excited for this episode. I told you that it was coming. Um, I'm Leslie Russell, and you're watching Reinventing Education with Leaders and Visionaries. And talking about leaders and visionaries, we are so blessed to have Dr. Jeff Myers with us today. And he is president of Summit Ministries. He is a well-known author, having written the trilogy, Understanding the Faith, Understanding the Times, and Understanding the Culture. And I know my own children who I've homeschooled for over 20 years, uh, really enjoyed and so much got so much out of those books along with the students at our homeschool hybrid that we did for many years, uh, Independent Learning Academy, before we have evolved into Equip 210. So I'm so excited to have him here today because he is a visionary. He's an amazing, prolific author. And there's so many things that uh, I know that I want to hear from him and that you as our listeners uh, will be so blessed to be able to glean and learn from him because Summit Ministries, they have just been pioneering uh, reformation for the next generation children for many decades and how blessed that we get to have the president um, on right now with Dr. Jeff Myers. So thank you so much, Jeff, for being on with us today. I'm looking and, forward to uh, our conversation. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, Leslie. I just love the educational innovation that you have been working on. The things that you have done are just incredible. And um, may your tribe increase. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're excited. So, okay, so let's start with like, what major changes do you see coming in education? Because we truly are in an educational revolution. So what does that look like for you um, being president of Summit Ministries? Well, I, what I see as the president of Summit Ministries is a realignment. So our, our pro, we're the people who equip and support a rising generation to embrace God's truth and champion a biblical worldview. Students come to us from all different kinds of educational situations from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And most of them will spend about two weeks of time with us. We also have a, an entire gap year program as well. But in those two weeks, we're, we're equipping them. We're trying to help them find answers to their difficult questions about faith and life and leadership, and then sending them out uh, and moving them into a trajectory where they'll not only have the traje trajectory of their own lives change, but change the trajectory of others. So the realignment we, that we see is from a government school system to opening up educational innovation. Uh, the, uh, some of this happened during COVID. Uh, the massive change took place during COVID, I think. You, you've now got in this situation in the United States of America where not only are there Christian schools, not only are uh, have are, they're all full and they all have waiting lists, all the ones I've worked with. You've got homeschool groups doubling and tripling uh, mm -hmm. homes, number of homeschool families. And then the charter school movement in different states operating from a, operating from a different charter, public schools, but that are not beholden to the teachers' unions. We are now at a place, this has never happened that I know of in the history of public education, where at least one out of four children are in a school situation where they're not in a typical government school that is operated at the behest of the teachers' union. That is massive. 
that is an opportunity that we may have never experienced before in the United States of America. Yeah, it is so exciting because it's almost going from, um, well, I just feel like it's such irony that we live in a capitalistic society and we want our children to grow up and continue being capitalistic. But however, our educational system for, um, for you know, 100 years or so has been the antithesis of that. That's like an oxymoron. It's, it's been a more of a socialized educational system where you don't have choices. You don't have innovation. If you look at a cell phone, okay, it looks um, very different today than it did when I was growing up with a rotary phone and the long cord. But if I walk into the, my elementary school where I grew up, it's very similar, just aesthetically how it's set up and even um, the interaction, in the classroom. So what you just said is so true. And uh, and there's just so much opportunity and where there's opportunity, right? We know there's change. Yeah. I, I've got to just ju- jump in on that because there are a couple of things that I think I'm particularly excited about. One is that th- there are growing opportunities for minorities. You know, many, many people who are in a minority culture uh, are in urban areas that have been underserved by government schools. And two-thirds of Hispanic and Black people in the United States say they are looking for alternatives to the local public schools. That has never happened before. So innovation forces the public schools to compete, and it gives opportunities for poor and underprivileged people to rise up for those families to actually have choices. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. huge. It is so huge. And, it, you know, if you look at other parts of society, whether like, you know, where you go to eat, the restaurants and just the choices as a consumer that you make, like, why wouldn't we want to have that with education too? like to bring like the best for our children? Uh, so it's just so interesting how it's played out. And I know that could be a whole podcast itself as to how we got here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I know that we're both forward thinkers and solution finders. Um, and innovators. So with that, um, with some ministries, like what are you currently working on and equipping, preparing the next generation of children to be successful and living in the world in the way that it is today? How, you know, what are you providing and what are you creating um, that is applicable for their lives right now? Well, I think of it as, uh, and I teach this to my staff just because it's an easy way to remember it, just A, B, C, D. That A is we want young adults to find answers to their pressing questions. So when they come to study with us, we ask them to bring a list of all of their hard questions they have for God, about life, about leadership, about their own sense of purpose, about the feelings they've been having maybe related to anxiety, depression, and gender confusion, and so forth. So we want them to bring all of those. We start with young adults where they are. What are the questions they're asking right now? That's where we begin. And then B stands for biblical worldview. So we aren't just teaching a biblical worldview because we wish things were better, like better, like they were in the 1950s, you know, which is the way some people think. But we want to preserve the core principles from scripture that make life better for everybody, that create opportunities for flourishing and for abundance. Principles like every human being bears God's image. And the king does not decide what the laws are. God 
is the one who gives us the law. Founders of the United States understood that very clearly. The government does not give us our rights. At best, a good government secures the rights that are given to us by God. Those core principles generate an environment in which flourishing is possible. So answers, biblical worldview, and C is the counterfeits. Everybody's got a plan for the world. A Marxist has a wonderful plan for your life. A secularist has a wonderful plan for your life. So we have to teach students what these other worldviews are and how they never fulfill their promise because they're based on assumptions about the world that are not true. So Mm -hmm. answers, biblical worldview, counterfeits. And then D finally is dialogue. If somebody knows the truth, but they're unprepared or unwilling to talk about it, it's pointless. Knowing the truth is not the key thing. Being able to live out the truth is the key thing. And that's what we want our students to be able to do. That is so great. And you do something really cool during the summer. Why don't you share a little bit about the opportunities that um, students have to come and visit you guys? So the, so students will come to visit us for two weeks at a time, either in Manatee Springs, Colorado, which is a little hippie town right at the foot of Pikes Peak, or in Lookout Mountain, Georgia. We also have week-long programs that are virtual. And then we also have a, a week-long program at Asbury University in Kentucky, where people are very familiar with Asbury, who followed the news about the revival that took place there this last spring. And in these programs, students will come and study with major Christian thought leaders who dedicate their time outside of all of the other work that they are doing to come and spend time with these rising leaders to help them find answers to their questions, to encourage them. And it's everybody from uh, people who are best-selling authors to you know educational psychologists to people who are expert theologians or economists in different aspects of a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And during those two weeks, 16 to 22-year-olds have a tremendously transformative experience. 1% of young adults today in the United States of America have a biblical worldview. By the time they leave Summit after two weeks, 85% have a biblical worldview. And that change persists through time. And we know this because gray matter research actually studies our graduates one year out, five years out, 10 years out. We do that study every year. Wow. That's just amazing. And I've been there. I visited uh, you guys there in Colorado and it's just a really amazing location. And it's just everything that like a high schooler would love to just go and embrace and to, to be a part of. So that is exciting. And we'll, we'll have where they can like find you at the end. You can like, you can provide that and then we'll have that on the podcast. So you wrote a book um, that was published in 2022 called Truth Changes Everything. If you could share about that book and where that fits in with the trilogy, if um, you know, if if one was listening to this and looking to select curriculum for their high school students, uh, would this be a book that would be used in conjunction with the trilogy of understanding the faith, the times and the culture, or could it just be a standalone book? So if you could speak about that. Yes. Well, well, true change is everything I wrote during a battle with cancer when I thought it might be the last book I ever get to write. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I am now 20 months in remission from cancer, but my motivation stays the same. Truth is worth defending. It is the most important thing we need to be talking about right now. People in our culture have decided the truth isn't something you seek. It is something that you speak. You don't look for objective truth. You just try to find the truth inside of yourself. And meanwhile, we've got a culture that is totally lost. 75% of young adults say they do not have a sense of purpose that gives meaning to their lives. More than 50% say they regularly struggle with anxiety and depression. 
Uh, 70-some percent of young adults who grow up in church are no longer attending church by the time they reach their mid-20s. None of this is inevitable. None of this is inevitable. We can find ways to work with young adults, give them a vision for their own lives, just based on the vision of what Jesus followers in the past did. So that's how we approach it. In the book, True Change is Everything, I give examples from Jesus followers throughout history who changed the course of the world in science and in the arts and the value of human life and medical care and politics, justice, even in the idea of work. So it's kind of a standalone book from the curriculum. The curriculum courses that you mentioned, are, those, are our, those are our foundational books. So it's 1,500 pages of content with more than 5,000 footnotes documenting the facts surrounding a biblical worldview and how to live that out in significant areas of life. Wow, that's so great. We so appreciate everything that you're doing and Summit Ministries. So what advice would you have for parents? who like are listening to this and maybe this is the first time that they've even have heard about summit ministries and a curriculum like this. How do you feel um, that they themselves should be like navigating difficult conversations and just these times um, that they're living in with their teenagers? I think a lot of the teenagers we work with these days need someone to come alongside them and help them become courageous. They, they live in a risk-avoidant culture where you believe that your only truth that you have is what's inside of yourself, which is terrifying to most young people because they know how inadequate they feel on the inside. And so we, we try to help them develop that courage to begin looking for truth, to search for the truth. And then in the process, we want parents to help them along the way break away from their dependence on the majority. You know, uh, people talk about, oh, this is a democracy, the majority. Listen, the majority never did anything for you. If, if, if the majority culture ruled, we'd never have had smartphones because the majority of people never wanted a smartphone. Majority of people don't even vote. They can't even manage to go out to their mailbox and take the envelope and open it and color in a bubble with a ballpoint pen. Uh, this is, these are not the people who are going to lead you into the future. Uh, so, you know, the people, the majority always um, can prevent us from really innovating and really growing unless we're willing to break free from it. So I want students to know and parents to encourage their children to know that we are set apart from something, but we're also set apart for something. We've been set apart from having to follow the dictates of the people who aren't really paying attention, but who, you know, operate the popular culture and we're set apart for bringing flourishing and blessing to the nations of the earth. That's a message that I just gave to my kids over and over again. You are set apart from, and you're set apart for. Wow. That is so good. Um, from and for, I like that. Those two uh, prepositions from and for, that makes a lot of sense. So we're not to be uh, hide hide out right from the world, um, yes. but we're what we are to be set apart and to and that we have a calling. So that's really powerful and that's really helpful and that's something that a message that parents can immediately start sharing yeah. with their children that they are set apart and yeah. that there is a calling on their life. So where do you feel like uh, where you're going to go from here? Uh, like what's next for you? Uh, with like whether it's additional books that you're feeling called to write or what's next with Summit Ministries, because you guys are all such visionaries. What what do you feel is next? 
Well, my, my, my assistant gave me the list of uh, questions that we wanted to talk about. I just got so excited about this one because I do like to think forward. I do believe that we're conserving the core principles of uh, constitutionalism, but also obviously of biblical truth, because we believe those generate flourishing and abundance for people. And that's the whole story of the world. So what I'm seeing happen in my own life is, in this point in my career, that I'm doing a lot more with being what Chip Conley calls a modern elder, being the person who I'm not doing as much of the leadership as I am preparing other people to lead. Mm-hmm. So the two-week programs that I mentioned, we were shifting the focus of those two-week programs from that being the product that we offer to that being the starting gate for a life of leadership that we want to help our students develop. We want to walk alongside of them. So uh, to me, that's very exciting. I'm thinking a lot about the nature of work. A lot of young adults today don't want to work very hard because they don't understand why they would do it. doesn't give any meaning to their lives. 80% of the world's workers say they are not engaged at work, which means the vast majority of the people in the world spend the vast majority of their time doing something they find to be meaningless. Mm. Understanding how to take our everyday work and transform it so that it's meaningful for ourselves and creates innovation that uses information, creates inspiration, creates opportunity for us, allows us to find ways to discover our God-given design and gifts and operate in a way that returns energy to us and creates value for the world. That's where I'm headed. That's so great. And it's so relative. Um, I know last weekend that our students, we we graduated 22 students at our homeschool program and it was this amazing ceremony. And Lord just gave me this word uh, about speaking to them about the 99 gifts under the tree that we can go a whole lifetime without unwrapping all the things that God has given us to do. And so I spoke to the seniors who were graduating, but also the Lord really put on my heart to speak to the golden seniors who were there, the people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, because you know, that they shouldn't be resigning themselves thinking like, okay, well, my time has passed. What can I do now? But really it's, it's exciting. And I think like the next best chapters of their life are ahead of them. And this generation of children need them just as much as we need the ones that we are launching out. So with that, do you have any uh, just books that you would just recommend uh, for people just maybe this is the first time that they're they're even hearing about curriculum like this being available that they can uh, that they can read and just kind of come up to speed with a Christian worldview, um, educating themselves as well on this? Leslie, anybody who's watching or listening can take 10 minutes and go to summit.org slash family. Mm-hmm. And our team has lined out the resources that we can provide to you. Some of these resources are available at no charge. Some of them are curriculum materials that you purchase and uh, at a reasonable price and you put into your school. But the, the book, True Changes Everything, can be a good place to start because it helps give you a vision. that you know We live in a time of crisis. I don't think anybody doubts that. But it is not the worst crisis that we've ever had in the history of the world. There have been far worse situations. And in those far worse situations, it was believers who believed that Jesus is the truth and decided to live that way, who changed the course of history. I think we're in one of those moments 
right now. And if we can help mm-hmm. you as a family by walking alongside your 16 to 22 year olds for training, walking alongside, you know, from kindergarten to 12th grade with other kinds of training, the adult programs that we have, all of that. We want to be friends. We want to be able to serve you because we're in a time where we're in a time of choosing. We really are. Wow. So powerful. This has been so wonderful having you on the show. And what could you say with the parents who it's like, we're in the month of of uh, June right now, the beginning of June. And they're like, wow, I'm listening to this. I would love to have my my child, my high schooler be a part of what you described uh, for the summer opportunities. Is it too late for them this summer? Should they start making plans for next summer? Um, any any opportunities still that might be before them for this summer 2023? Yes, there are opportunities to continue to engage. If in my describing of our two-week program, you think I've got to have my young my child in that program. If they're 16 to 22, there are two ways for them to be involved. I do believe as of the time we're recording this, we do have seats available for the last two weeks of August here in Colorado, right next to Colorado Springs. Then during the month of July, we have seats available at our place that we use in Lookout Mountain, Georgia. So there are lots of seats available there during the month of July. We definitely want to have young adults come aboard. And if they've already been involved in leadership, we want to know that as well. Because all students are welcome as long as they're curious and they like to learn. They don't even have to be believers. As long as they're curious and they like to learn, we want them here. Wow. But students who have leadership experience, they've committed their lives, they've taken a risk, they've taught a class, they've led something. Uh, we do have a leadership scholarship available. And at summit.org slash family, you can find out more about that. Okay. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much, Dr. Myers. It's just like such a, a privilege and honor having you on. Super excited. And I just want to encourage our listeners. Uh, you know, with anything where there's like disruption and everything that we've walked through and the veil has been parted after COVID, like we've just kind of seen what's been going on in our public education, just to be encouraged. I hope that this, this, um, this session with Dr. Myers and Summit Ministry has like encouraged you that this is really an exciting time to be in education. And there's a lot of amazing changes that are going to be happening. So again, I'm Leslie Russell. You're watching Reinventing Education with Leaders and Visionaries. So great to have you on today, Dr. Myers. Any closing words that you'd like to share? I really do believe that we we live in a time where the truth changes everything. It does. If we can just stick to it and raise our children and say, this is a tough time, be strong, be courageous because you will have the opportunity to be a blessing to the nations. Awesome. All right. So excited. We're, we're looking forward to our future sessions. We're going to have more world changers, influencers, visionaries, and leaders. Um, I'm going to have a guest who's going to be speaking about all the things that students can do in launching out of high school and entrepreneurialism. Uh, it's such a, an exciting time for uh, young adults and the things that they can get involved in. So, Uh, Stay tuned. More to come. Thank you.